treat everybody like they're the owner of the company. Hi, I'm Justin Buonamo, and this is Holistic Hustle. Holistic Hustle is doing things for the right reasons, working hard for the right reasons. The healthy balance of what work and progression and accomplishment and success should actually look like. Welcome everybody back to another incredible episode of the Holistic Hustle podcast. Um, you've just been really blessed with some incredible guests. This one has had me on a, as a guest on her podcast, you know, two or three times. And one of the, I think it was the first time we ever did an episode on her podcast. She was like, wait, you don't have a podcast? And right then and there, I knew she was going to be invited when I did. And so I've got my awesome friend here, Jillian Murphy, who is an incredible, incredibly successful businesswoman, um, particularly when it comes to the sales side of things. Um, but what I love most about her is that she's successful in a lot of other areas of her life and some that matter even more than just the business and sales side of things, which we'll get to here today. But I'm going to read her bio. I'm going to say a few other words off of or out of my perspective about her, and then I'm going to hand it over to her and then we'll get started. So Jillian Murphy is a highly sought after sales and business mentor, which I can vouch for she is, um, who has mastered the art of sales and scaling not only her own business, but has helped hundreds of other online business business owners as well. With over 20 years of business experience in sales and marketing and growing multiple businesses of her own, she has now made it her mission to help online business owners gain real results in sales and messaging. Sales is truly the oxygen of your business and the most important skill any business owner can acquire. She's been able to grow her own business from zero to six figures in year one, hit her first six-figure month in 18 months, and just under half a million by year two. Wow. All without any fancy systems, ads, or even a website. It was all done with her art of communication and the art of sales. And I'm extremely impressed by those numbers, but by no means surprised, especially because I've gotten to know you, you know, pretty well over the past year or so. And... um as I mentioned in the beginning of this, every interaction I have with you or interactions that I'll, that I know of from other people that they have with you, always positive, always growing, always motivating, just this incredible energy um, that you carry. And I'm excited to hear that energy brought into some of the questions I have here for you today. But I'm going to hand over to you just to say hello, and then we'll get started. But Jillian, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. And uh, I'm excited for today. Oh my gosh. One, I'm so excited to be here. I have been such a fan of yours and everything that you do for such a long time. And yes, so glad that you have a podcast. So grateful to absolutely be on today and so excited to talk to your audience today about so many awesome topics. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I know I've said it six times, but I'm excited too. Um, and I'm like going to have to remind myself a couple of times throughout this that I'm actually hosting a podcast, not taking my own notes, but I'm going to do my best here because <laughs> um, I'm excited to hear some of, some of your answers to these. Because as I mentioned in the beginning of this, like she is a successful person when it comes to being a good human being, being a good friend on top of being a good business owner, right? And all the other things in the business and sales world that she does so well. And so my first question for you is what are two things you used to think were important for creating success, but you no longer believe those things? Oh my gosh. So easy to talk about this. One is like hustling and grinding all of the time and keeping up with what everybody else is doing and not staying aligned to what you are actually wanting and what is actually even important for you and your business and in your life. You know, I feel like we get this, we get this perception on social media. Like I have to have a business that's generating a million dollars a minute or a million dollars a month or whatever it is. And then it's like, 
Do you actually even want that life? Do you need that life? Does that life fill you up? So I think those were two of the biggest things that I really had to sit back when I got into the online space and be like, okay, what really feels good for me? And what is the life that I really want to build? And there's no race to get there. Wow, that is awesome. And so I wrote down hustling and comparison, like hustling, like uh, I'm wrong if I'm sitting on the couch just relaxing. I'm wrong if I sleep in one day. I'm wrong if I check out a little bit earlier um, than I normally do. I'm wrong if I leave these messages idle, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I am so with you on that because I used to constantly say like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like sleep is for poor people and uh, all those crazy things, right? And if I was awake and alive, I was supposed to be working and hustling, right? And so- I am so happy I graduated from that and so happy to hear other successful people like you who are generating incredible success in business don't need to rely on that anymore. No, Um, people are blown away by the fact that I sleep in every day. Like I haven't set an alarm clock since I came into the online space and I actually don't take any coaching calls or any client calls before 12 o'clock. And it's not because I have this like crazy ass morning routine because I don't. It's because like I genuinely love to be like a lazy human in the morning. I love to sleep in until my body is ready to wake up and then I will read a book or I will scroll on social media and then I will go to the gym and I run a very successful business. And There's nothing wrong with that. And for those of you guys are listening right now that think that you need to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and journal and meditate and cold plunge and do all of these things, you don't need to do that. And also like, when does your body feel good to work? Like I personally love to work at night. So when all of you guys have like a a lowdown and you guys are maybe going to bed at seven o'clock, that's actually when I'm like really energized. Like I actually worked really late last night and then I slept in today. So it's also about really listening to your body and what feels in alignment to you. Mm, so, so good. And one thing I can say too as well is to tie onto that, I haven't set an alarm clock since February, 2023. Yeah. So it's almost been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't take meetings most days until 12 o'clock. A couple of days I start them at 10. I try to not start them to 11, but it's just, I don't have a crazy morning routine either. I just like to do things at my own pace. Right. And one quote that my mentor gave me, he's like, Justin, the best morning routine or the best routine um, in general is the one that works for you. 100%. (laughs) Right. And that ties in like the other point that you made around comparison. Right. I think like when you come into this online space, I think for one, we get into the comparison game. I don't want to say for one, but for many reasons. Right. But I think one thing you got to remember is even the most honest people on social media aren't showing everything. No. Right. It's impossible to. Totally. And it'd be almost inappropriate to. Yeah. Right. And um, most people that you're comparing yourself to have two or three years of experience on top of you are a little bit further along, have been around a little bit longer. And this thing called time, (laughs) right, just needs to catch up. And in that process, though, like what you said in the beginning of your answer, though, is just ask yourself what makes most sense for you. Mm-hmm. Right. I often tell people that when it comes like when we set revenue goals for them or income goals for them in JFF, I'm like pool number. But what does that mean to you? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then on top of that, do you have the capacity to produce that? Like, do you want to take 10 client calls a week? Yeah. Right. Does that make sense for you and your family? And so like that intentionality around like what actually makes most sense for yeah. me. And though there are businesses that do grow fast, though your business may be growing fast and or could grow fast. Right. 
fast and healthy are two completely different things. And I think you did a great job of explaining healthy. Oh yeah, absolutely. When I first came into the online space, I blew up very quickly overnight. Like one, I have a skill set that really all businesses need. And after the first like seven or eight months, I was like, I remember telling my mentor at the time, I was like, if this is a path to a million dollars, like I don't want it. I'm done. I don't Ah. want it. I will literally go back to working at corporate. I will go work at Starbucks. I will be the best t-shirt folder at American Eagle. Like, I don't want this if I have (laughs) to make a million dollars doing this. Like, this is not the path that I absolutely want. So it's like, you just have to find a different way to get there. And maybe it'll take you a longer amount of time. Maybe it'll take you finding different mentorship or different offers or different, different income streams or whatever it is. But it's like, making sure that it's like it's actually lighting you up in the life that you actually want because I didn't leave corporate America or corporate America didn't you know change for me for me to be an entrepreneur to have a life that I was like exhausted from or that I hated I agree I agree I often say don't work so hard to create something that you then become a slave to no right and um I'm 1000% with you on that and I think um, where people often get tripped up though is in that comparison. But the hardest part of that comparison is when things are, are down or you're going through a rough time in your business, right? Which trips people up because they think it's a problem because they're seeing highlight reels uh, on the online space when really what they're going through is just an expectation, right? This business thing is just a, and even life is just a game of solving problems that just creates more problems. It is a journey, not a, a destination. And I think one thing that makes a ton of sense, you know, to wrap this point up is that like, you got to figure out what works, works best for you. But when answering that question, one thing I will add is um, ask yourself this decision that you're about to make, is it strategic or is it scarcity? Right? Because when we give people permission to take their time and do things that they want, they kind of use it as a license to be lacy, drag their feet, and like, oh, I just wish God would drop a million dollar business on my front doorstep. Right? Yeah, like where's you know, my Jesus like in my driveway? Exactly, nice. exactly. You can't swear nice. that. I'm like, Jesus, that hard. that? <laughs> and I can completely understand that. I was doing that this morning, like wanting him to show up to meetings for me today. But <laughs> you know, you can't you can't swing that hard, right? Yeah. And so what I mean by that is when you do give yourself permission to go at your own pace, always ask yourself though, like, um, is this strategic or is this scarcity when it comes to this decision that I'm making? I love that. And so I think it's so super helpful. And and speaking of strategy, right? I'd be curious. My next question for you is like, there's, are there some things that you do or have done in the past that help you check out for the day? Like you put that superwoman cape on for Jillian's business. Like how do you take that off and put the superwoman cape on for your personal life? Yeah. So one is I'm very present in all areas of my life when I'm actually there, right? So right now I'm recording this podcast. I'm 1000% present in the podcast. When I'm on coaching calls, I'm 100% present on the coaching call. But when I'm done for the day, I'm 100% present in the next thing that I'm doing. And I think for entrepreneurs, especially new level entrepreneurs, is they forget that it's absolutely okay to check out. It's absolutely okay to take a day off of social media, take a week off of social media. Like your business is not going to fall apart. I tell my clients this all the time. Like you are not saving lives. People are not dying on your watch. You are not a brain surgeon. Like take time away from it. And it's absolutely okay. And I can also promise you, you will come back so much more refreshed with more clarity. And it's so much better to go deeper 
with the thing that you're actually doing in front of you, then try to do it at all the things. So for me, it's just about being present in whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it's dinner with a girlfriend, um, a coaching call that I'm on right now, a podcast, or honestly, just like chilling and watching Netflix. Like when I'm chilling and watching Netflix, I am 100% present chilling and watching Netflix. I'm not scrolling. I'm not doing anything else. I'm like, I am dedicated to just being lazy right now. I'm jealous because every time I go to put Netflix on, I start scrolling. I'm like, no, I can't remember one for the 18th the time. Like, I know, I know, I know. I'm with you on it. And I love that. I think, you know, an uh, easy quote that I try to remember is like, be where, have your mind, be where your feet are. Oh, so right? And so often I check when I'm, when I'm in family time or out of work, I'm like, uh, is my mind where my feet are? And most times the answer is no, you know? Yeah. And so I do do my best to be present. Is there anything that you, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that part. But is there anything that you have utilized to make you present? Because I wish that I could hang up this podcast and I finish my notes and check out and be present at the dinner table with Lauren tonight, but I'm still going to be wheeling and dealing up here. Yeah, I think for one, it's 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 a practice. Like it absolutely takes time. And I think that for me, I have always been someone who's crazy focused on one thing. And whether that was just how I was raised or it was part of like who I am just innately as a person, I think that's just something that I am. But one is like I just really try to like own the moment that I'm in, right? So like tonight, like I'm going to dinner with a girlfriend and before I get out of the car, like I will purposely do things so I'm not distracted. So like I will leave my phone in the car. So therefore it forces me to be present, right? Going back to your comment about the Netflix, like, hey, I really just wish I could be present while watching Netflix. Well, what are the things around you that are making you not be able to be present? Is the phone in your hand? Well, then like move the phone, right? Tonight, when you're having dinner with Lauren, it's like, what could you say like in your office? Like, okay, I'm going to leave this here. And now I'm going to go and create these conversations with Lauren tonight at dinner. So sometimes it's just like creating these habits to do it. Because if I had the phone next to me tonight at dinner and it went off, instantly I would be distracted because I'm a human. If the phone was next to me or the laptop was next to me on my couch during Netflix, I would grab it. But I purposely like put these things in place so that like I'm not distracted. Love that. Just a little bit of self-discipline to be able to part yourself from the things that would just distract you, the things that would take your presence. Um, And one of my past mentors, he used to always say like, before he left his office, he would take 10 deep breaths. Mm. The first five was the checkout from work. And the next five was the check-in as a husband and a dad. And like those, during those breaths, he would have those thoughts and, but ultimately what I'm hearing is that you just get good at it by doing it, right? You have to do it, have to try it, have to build that habit. And I often see like habits or decisions, like the the decisions that we make each day are majority like autopilot. Uh, We can get into the subconscious and all the, at a different time. And the majority of it's autopilot. And why is because I kind of see it as like this analogy, like every morning you get dropped at the top of a mountain, a a ski mountain, right? And you have this common path that you go down and it's the only path that you see. And so it's just so easy. Okay. I'm going to go down this clear path instead of bum rush through five feet of powder, which is going to be a lot tougher. Yeah. Right. And, but it takes conscious effort every morning when you get dropped at the top of that mountain to push yourself through that powder, right. Which is the harder path. Yep. Right. And over time it gets easier and easier. And the beautiful part is that 
as you stay away from this path, right? It's the old path for people that can't see the visual, yeah. right? As you stay away from this old path, it gets snowed over, right? And becomes a true old path. And now the better one is the true new path. And so yeah. like, simply put, just got to do it. And so I'm going to tell myself that when I hang up here today, I just got to go down there and check out. I just, there's no reason why I need my phone after this. So I just need to set it aside. Yeah. And just, it, it just takes time. And then also like giving yourself grace because like, you're going to like, you're going to scroll, you're going to be distracted. You're going to do those things. And knowing that like, you know, you're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, and you've had these habits built in you forever. You're not going to change overnight. Right. Like one of the things for me is like, I tend to scroll before bed. And I told myself like in 2023, like I was going to stop scrolling. Like it took me like all year to break that habit because like I have 30 years or 20 years or 15 years or whatever it is of bad habits. So also give yourself grace. Like you're not going to change overnight. That's so, that's so important. and so good because yes, transformation is not a clean jump. Like when people no. decide to get sober, it's like, they don't just wake up tomorrow and be completely sober, no. right? Even if they have a consistent amount of time, like sometimes a relapse is normal, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes a relapse is, you know, a, a part of the process or like, I know you have a fitness background. When yeah. people decide to get fit, it's not like they wake up tomorrow with a six pack or wake up tomorrow and throw all the cookies away and never touch whenever again. Yeah. Grace is so important, if not the most important part of the process when it comes to transformation. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, I love that. All right. Last thing here, right? Before we got to point all of this traffic your direction, because I'm sure people are falling (laughs) in love with you just like I have over the years. So um, thank you for this so far. But um, what do you think the best piece of advice you've ever been given is? I would say the best piece of advice that I have ever been given is probably by my dad, who is a very successful business owner. And he said, treat everybody like they're the owner of the company. I know this is not going to like make a lot of sense right now, but he told me this very early on. Like when you are going into anywhere, treat them like they're the boss. So when I was a waitress, I treated the dishwasher like they were the owner. When I was in corporate, I treated the janitor like they were the VP. When I go out into my apartment later, I treat the cleaning lady like they are the person there. And this has helped me so much in life because it has helped me build such incredible relationship capital. It has helped me build so many incredible relationships. And it also just makes me treat everybody at the same human level. One thing that is like really important to me is like, I don't put people on pedestals. I don't like see like celebrities as people on pedestals. And I just see everybody really as like at the same level. And I think this was really just ingrained in me at like a very early age. And I think because of that, like, it's just made me see the world a little bit different. And it's also made me build really good relationships. It's made me like, have really great conversations with people that are all walks of life and all different things. And yeah, I mean, like, I had a great conversation this morning with the guy who was, you know, cleaning my windows. And then I had a great conversation with a doctor this morning. So it's like, you can learn from literally everyone in this world if you just look at everyone the same. I love that. It's the old treat the janitor with the same respect you treat the CEO. Yeah. And I, it makes a ton of sense, or even more sense now why people are kind of magnetized. Is that the right word? Magnetized towards you, right? <laughs> because I think a big part of a quality relationship or, or uh, people being attracted to you is that trust and that respect layer. Right. They trust you and they respect you because they feel respected by you. And so then from there, that's how a quality relationship is built, whether it's 
15 minutes in passing with the window guy that you'll never see again, or the doctor you see once a month or your employees or the barista you see once a day. And so I love that advice for people. And often I think it's the tough part of that is not putting people on pedestals. Like when you hear somebody's a CEO of a company or you see a celebrity, right. And all, or someone in your space just had a whole bunch of success yeah. And you want to treat them a little bit differently now, you know, it's like, yes, pay them their respects, but I love the idea that they're, those accomplishments don't make them any better than anybody. Yeah. And especially like in the sales space, like I treat everybody that comes into my world the same. And like, I don't treat my one-on-one clients any different than the people who are spending money in my membership. I don't treat the people who are sliding into my DMs, like asking me a question versus people who have spent tens of twenties of thirties of thousands of dollars on them. Like they're all humans. And I literally love every single person that's in my world. And it's like, I feel like a lot of times, especially in this online space, like you can tell like the people who like, Oh, they're like their ride or dies or they're their one-on-one clients or like they're their favorites or whatever. And it's like, for me, it's like, if you're in my world, like you're in my world. And also you're in my world forever, whether you're like paying me a dollar or you're not paying me right now. And that's, I think, also why people come into my world and then leave and then come back because it's like a true, genuine relationship that I'm building with you. It's not just like a relationship while there's a transaction happening. Such a good reminder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> such a good reminder and such a good thought process. And that's what it that's what makes everybody in your world, no matter what capacity or hat that they're wearing, extremely fortunate, truthfully. Thank you. And so um, I want to give people the opportunity to enter your world. Um, you. And so as we wrap up here, where can people find you? How should they reach out to you? How can they learn from you? Which I think um, we'll have to do another podcast. The next one is going to be more business-based, but oh. I wanted you to make sure that the people that are talking to you business-wise next time prioritize other things, if not more important things. And that's being a quality human being, which Jillian is. So please go find her based off these next steps. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Come over and find me over on Instagram. It's literally just the Jillian Murphy. I'd love to get to know you as a human first. I always say it starts with humans and heartbeats first. So come over, say hello. Let's get to know each other. Also come over and check out the podcast. We drop three episodes a week over there. Come over and check out Justin's episodes. Uh, We drop straight fire over there. And honestly, if you're in Justin's world, I would just literally love to get to know you because I'm sure you are straight fire just like him. That's so awesome. And yes, the podcast is great. Um, you have a lot of people that follow that and listen to it. And so please, um, that's, that's no, that's not for no reason, right? She knows what she's doing. She's got tons of people in her world as clients and as friends and as podcast listeners, um, and in many other capacities. And so I just urge you to, to go check her out, to go learn more. I promise you, you won't regret it. So Jillian, thank you so much for years ago, putting the bug in my ear for the podcast. <laughs> Then being able to come on here um, and just bless our community so much. And even me, I got some, some good quality notes here for I'm here myself. For it. I love it. And I'm going to go and go and implement ASAP. So thank you, friend. I love it, Justin. Thank you so much.